I get on the water. And now this time, because I'm familiar with it, I immediately just, I take off. All right. I'm fucking doing figure eights. And now I'm getting the the turns down. Because every time I took it out, like I would practice <laughs> every time I took it out. <laughs> I'm 10 years old, bro. I don't even need another person in the studio to, to break down into laughter at that. Every time I take it up. <laughs> That's funny. Say hello to the bad guy. Hey, yo. If you get that reference, salutes to you. What's going on, beautiful people? It's your boy, Black Zeus, back here for another episode of Black Zeus, the podcast. It is season four, episode 23. So nice to see you all, hear you all. I don't see or hear any of you. In fact, you are the one that see and hear me. So why the hell did I say that? Mad sober today. Um, I'll just get it out of the way. Dante not here right now. He could have been, but our timing fucked up. But it's good to know that the boy is in good health, in good spirits, good energy. He will be back next week unless somehow we fuck up scheduling or something or something. Life happens, bruh. It is what it is. I'm here to recap uh, the comedy shows, the week of comedy, uh, the farts that I had and shit. Whatever, bro. Let's recap it. Let's do it. Let's do it big. We, I guess we're not even going to do the UFC 290 recap because uh, it's two weeks in a row that Dante's not on the show. And what? Are we going to recap it next week, three weeks removed from the event? The answer is possibly. Uh, let's see how we feel next week. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, I'm sure by then nobody will care. But for for the sake of being consistent, uh, maybe we'll still do that recap. I don't I don't flip and know. Uh, but how's everybody been? I hope you had a good week. I hope uh, you had a full week, healthy week, happy week, full of opportunities and prosperity and making money and having good sex and you know. Whatever the fuck. <laughs> uh, mad calm. No, I'm not on psychedelics. And actually, I didn't even really smoke weed for this episode. I am just hot. It is hot. Uh, record heat waves all around the world, eh? I just had some comedian friends uh, get back from Italy. And I just talked to family in Greece. Again, did you forget the Zeus part of my comedy stage name, Black Zeus? No, I'm not Greek Greek. But yes, I, I am Greek. Make that make sense. I was just born there, but I'm fully African. So, you know, it's the Giannis effect. Minus my NBA championship or, or any fucking athletic skills. It's so unfair, bro. There were no basketball courts when I was born in that country. Giannis wasn't even born there. Whatever, bro. He wasn't even born there. I'm more Greek than him. My favorite thing is, and I think I mentioned this on the podcast before, but when I do shows and I like, I barely, barely mention 
like the whole Black Zeus origin story anymore. Because like 12 years in, I don't give a fuck to continue to explain why I have a stage name. Um, you'll figure it out. <laughs> um, but on the off chance that I do, and I ask the audience, like if anybody is Greek, uh, surprisingly, a lot of times, no. But then the times that there are, I technically end up being more Greek than them because they were born in like Canada or whatever. And I was actually born in Greece. My first language is Greece. I was baptized in Greece. You know what I'm saying? But, uh, but I'm not, you know, I'm not with that. Uh, I'm with the real oil, not that oil. Just if you know what I'm talking about, you know what I'm talking about. Uh, <laughs> that would have been great to have Dante here so we could go down that rabbit hole. But, uh, but you know. I'm just going to leave it at that. I'm just going to be super cryptic, I guess, for the whole episode. <laughs> um, I guess it's been a while since we've done any Hotepi stuff. But yeah, man, I don't know. I had a, I had a bunch of good shows. Um, before I even get to that, lifelong, uh, what would you call it? Fantasy, uh, wish. I had a lifelong wish get fulfilled. Um, I had a lifelong fantasy come to fruition. I got to ride a jet ski, my nigga. Let's go. Jet ski Zeus. Zeus ski. (laughs) Uh, Shout out to my homie RJ. He's definitely the one that came up with the Zeus ski one. Because I made a, a, like I, I, I put up some video on my Instagram story thread. I'm like, look, it's jet ski Zeus. And he's like, Zeuski. And then as soon as I read that, I was pissed that I posted Jetski Zeus because Zeuski, infinitely better. Um, and I know it's not like a crazy dream. You know what I mean? It's not like one of the major things on my bucket list. But since I was a child, I've wanted to get on a jet ski. I've never been presented with the opportunity until recently. Uh, me and my homies went out on a friend's boat. Yo. Is this what rich people are fucking keeping from us, man? Holy shit. You've probably seen a million jet skis in your life and maybe have thought that you want to ride one or it would be fun to ride one or whatever. But I bet you, like me, most of your life, you see them and you're just like, it's a fleeting thought. It's like, oh, one day I'll, I'll get on that. And that's it. Bruh. It is so fucking fun. If you've never been on a jet ski, you need a boating license, first of all, to, to do it legally. Wink, wink. Uh, yeah. um, and you need some balls. You know what I mean? Women, you can, yeah, this wasn't a sexist thing. I'm just saying you need some guts. You know what I'm saying? You got you to have some cojones uh, if you really want to have fun on that bitch. Because you know I didn't do like five miles an hour. I maxed that bitch out into the wide angle. Uh, I don't know why I made it sound like a car, but like I, I first got acquainted with it. You know what I mean? I got the rundown. This is how you use it. This is how you go forward. This is how you reverse. And this is this and that. And uh, and they're like, you know, just stay away from people. Stay away from boats. Go have fun and figure it out. And I love driving, and I know that they're not 100% relatable, but they're obviously fucking relatable. It's a, it's a motorized vehicle. Um, the only difference is it's on the water. You know what I'm saying? So it's actually more like an ATV. 
uh, it's like an ATV for the water. And if you've ever been on an ATV, you know, similar mechanics, except you're not on all fours. You're just buoyant and balancing. You know what I mean? Uh, I mean, you're not balancing. The thing is naturally balanced. But uh, I, I, I went out just a little ways away from the boat, got familiar with the handles and the throttling. Holy shit. And I'm telling you, I, I did like a couple circles or whatever, and I like went in. I just went in a like a figure eight, just figured out the mechanics, because the turning is what's really fucking interesting on this shit. Like you, like it's all drifting, and it's like ah, if you're into cars or drifting at all, if you like the old Fast and Furious Tokyo Drift movie with the Drift King, like that's how I felt. I felt like Drift King on on the water. It was so fucking dope as the whites would say sick it was sick um <laughs> so yeah i took i took it for a little spin slowly and then i lined it up i got a i i had a fucking nice long straight and this was like a nice jet ski with a gps on it so the motherfucker turned on the gps and it literally like has all the sonar and radar and all that shit that a regular boat would have so you can see the depth of the water below you it shows you the rocks and all that shit so they're like yo just stay in this white area and avoid all this dark blue because the dark blue was like the rocks and uh and so i i got it i got in the safe zone i found a nice long straight no boats around no people around <laughs> and there's like there's like a beach it's like a split beach there's like a private beach where all the where all the Richardsons are, and then the the public area of the beach where all the fun people are. Uh, <laughs> and uh, you know, there's like a couple of jet skis way over the other way, but like people on paddle boards, people swimming, mostly people on shore. Um, so like you see a jet ski, and like I now I know what the other side of the coin feels like. You know what I mean? Because anytime I used to go to the beach, and I would just watch people that were on the jet skis and be like, "One day, bro, one day I'm going to rip this motherfucker up." Now I'm on the other side, and I literally look out to the beach, and you see people just staring at you, like, "How come that motherfucker is having way more fun than me?" You know what I mean? And that's really only perception, but I get it because I was on the other side of that too. I'm like, "Damn, that person's having." way more fun than me um but you're still at the beach man it's all, all is mental so don't don't tell yourself that they're having more fun or else you'll start to actually feel that way and you'll have less fun even though you're at the beach to have a have a good time bro i'm in my 30s and i just rode a jet ski for the first time so never give up you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so i find this straight away and uh and i like i immediately just fucking zero to 60 but i didn't full power it i could feel it like there was still more throttle and i'm like yo the biggest smile just immediately came over my face pause wow that's a crazy pause i'm sorry cameron and mace but like huge smile i i have a huge smile and i'm like Woo! that's all you can think to do you literally revert into a child in a moment like that <gasps> I'm like yelling to nothing. This is fucking awesome. <laughs> and then I fucking punch it. 
like it was Batman's jet ski, bro. I, I cranked this thing to the max and like my face is, is like flying back and shit. Like the skin of my face, my cheeks are flying. It was so much fun. And then I get like, I ride around, I'm fucking gunning it like left to right, right to left, up to down. I'm going everywhere. The people on the, on the, on the beach, on the shore are watching <laughs> and you all you hear is like you know when you're on the highway and you hear someone rip by you in a fast car or a motorcycle or when you're in the city and there's a, a bridge or a tunnel and then anybody with a really nice car or motorcycle fucking so you hear it like amplified bro like the the amount of noise that this thing made and there was nothing over me so it was just like it was just loud and i gunned it and you could hear this bitch i'm sure from like a couple miles away so i'm like the loudest thing on the beach just ah! i make it back to the boat and and i'm talking to, i'm talking to the guys i'm like yo that was fucking sick i'm gonna have to go back out on that before we leave type deal and they're like yo did you uh did, did you give it extra juice i'm like yeah i took i cranked it all the way to the max he's like no there's like a a, a boost there's a button on the on the <laughs> on the other side of the handles, and uh, there's like you you press it each time and adds another uh, level of boost up to four levels. So he's like, "Yeah, you didn't even crank it all the way. You, you see the you see how um because the jet ski. If you've never seen a jet ski, that's weird. First of all, but like think of like think of a boat. Like think of a boat just for one to two people. Think of a motorcycle boat." Okay, if you for for whatever reason, if you've never seen a jet ski, I can't believe I'm even saying this because I'm sure I'm sure somebody hasn't. So I will say this without being an ass. But it's like a it's like a motorcycle with with a, mo a motor, you know what I mean? But a boat, so no wheels. Okay, there's like a like foot like a foot rest on either side, you know what I mean? Like built into the jet ski, so your feet rest in it. But you would sit like you were sitting on a low rider low rider bike you know what i mean or uh or an atv but it, i don't know if you don't know a jet ski you for sure don't know an atv i'm talking like you don't know everybody here knows what the fuck i'm talking about so where your feet rest there's like at the back of the the area there's like two spots for you to plant your feet so you could stand up so the whole premise is is that you boost up the power and you literally plant your feet on the back of this bitch and you stand up and you go full throttle. Now, when I heard that, the 10-year-old in me was like, yeah! But the 30-year-old in me was like, you, you're going to die. You know what I mean? And that's why if you ever want to get into extreme sports or anything like this, like, you got to start young. Don't be fucking 30 trying to get into skateboarding because the fear of breaking your bones is 100% set in at that point. The reason that you see prodigies and shit so young doing fucking 980s and all this shit is because they started when they were two, yo. Their parents were daredevils, and they put them on the board immediately. Um, straight up, seen, seen videos of, like, uh, skateboard parents putting their kids on the board, and then their kid falls. But because you're a kid, you don't register that that is, like, traumatizing or bad. And you're also kind of indestructible as a child, so your bones just, like, heal super quick, and your cuts heal super quick. So, like, that doesn't set in until you get older, but by then, what you've done is instilled this fearlessness. 
you know what I mean? So don't like, yo, also don't though. Who am I to tell you not to start skateboarding? Like Lil Wayne in his thirties. Um, cause now he's like 40 almost. And he can finally do a kickflip. <laughs> so, you know, if you want to fucking spend your whole thirties learning to do like the most basic early starter moves, be my guest. Also salute Lil Wayne. Cause he didn't let a dumb bully like me stop him from starting skateboarding in his late twenties. Um, so yeah, I get back on the jet ski hours, hours go by. We've eaten and all this stuff. Yo, eating on a boat, like barbecuing on a boat is nut bar. Like, bruh, just like having a little bit of access to money. You can't tell me money doesn't buy happiness. It doesn't create happiness, but it definitely, if you're a happy person, it will enhance it. That's for fucking damn sure. Um, there's grills for boats, bro. And this isn't even like, I wasn't on a yacht, but it was a nice boat. You know what I'm saying? And it was like two nice boats just anchored up, just grilling. So we're having fucking nice prime rib burgers and shit in the middle of the water with a jet ski, nigga. I felt, I felt like all the rap videos. It was dope. Um, and then, you know, time goes by and I'm eyeing the jet ski and no one's getting on it and no one's fucking around with it for a couple of minutes. So I'm finally like, yo, I think, uh, I think I'm going to go back on that thing. And like, you're going to, you're going to hit the turbo this time. I'm like, you fucking damn right, bro. I get on the water. And now this time, because I'm familiar with it, I immediately just, I take off. All right. I'm fucking doing figure eights. And now I'm getting the, the turns down. Cause every time I took it out, like I would practice <laughs> every time I took it out. <laughs> I'm 10 years old, bro. I don't even need another person in the studio to, to break down into laughter at that. Every time I take it up. <laughs> That's funny. Um, so uh, when I would get on the jet ski, I would like practice and try and get better each time. Cause that's what, that's what you fucking do. You don't stay at the same level. You progress. And like I said, I really, I, I take pride in driving and I re I, I believe I'm a good driver, but also the people that get in cars with me tell me I'm a good driver. So there's, you know, um, it's not just my own ego here, but I do really take pride in driving. So I wanted to get good at this. And then once I started to realize like, Yo, you you can because turning fast is scary as shit, especially at the beginning, because the turn itself, you you gotta lean into the turn. It's like a fucking motorcycle. So when you turn, you literally gotta lean your whole body into it, and bruh, you're going like a hundred kilometers. Sorry, Americans, but you're going a hundred kilometers, which is like what I think sixty to eighty uh, miles, bruh. Like it's and you and you have to lean into the water to make that tight turn. Freaky as shit. Started getting more confident, started taking better turns, started taking faster turns. And then I started like going around our boat and shit. And they were taking videos of me and shit. Now I'm feeling a little nice. Now it's time for the turbo, bruh. Uh, I didn't crank it all the way to four right away. I cranked it to two just to just to give it a test. I'm yo, I'm like it was so fucking freaky, bruh. It was so goddamn freaky. <laughs> Holy shit. I fucking I, I I like get ready, but I'm not standing yet because I'm not going I'm not moving at all. You know what I mean? So I get ready, and then uh, I, I move my feet to the back of the jet ski, and I turn the turbo on, and I look straight ahead. No one's around, and at first, I like I turn it on. I turn on the turbo, then I throttle it, and it's like yo, the power is like a 
like a jet, like a thruster, man. It's like, you're just immediately flying. I don't stand up just yet. Or I did. I stood up immediately and it was like, you already feel like you can't really fuck up when you're on the jet ski going fast. Like when I tell you the, the margin of error was literally zero. Like if you move and, and imbalance yourself the wrong way, you're flying off that bitch and you're smack in the water. Like, and smack is a really light term for what would happen. You're, you're getting Hulk smashed into the fucking water. Uh, you might break some bones. You're definitely getting some bruised something. You know what I mean? So, it, like, I immediately realized how dangerous that was. Uh, but I kept going. But I'm only at two. And now I'm, like, whipping around. I don't make any turns like that. Every time I, I did the stand-up thing, I it, before I made a turn, I immediately let off the throttle. I just brought it back down to zero. And I'm like, let's let's just get comfortable here first. And then that little, you know how you have the angel on one shoulder and then the devil on the other? That devil just chimed in here like, full throttle, nigga. You got a full throttle, this bitch. You got to take it to the fucking max, bro. So I hit that turbo button two more times, watch the fucking turbo notch up two more times, take a deep breath, look straight ahead, nobody around me. <gasps> Bro, I'm like, <coughs> I'm tweaking. <coughs> I'm tweaking. I've never, I'm like, bro, I've been on motorcycles. I've been on uh, dirt bikes. I've been on ATVs. I've never gone like super fast on any of those. Not, not as fast as I did on that jet ski. For whatever reason, being on the water does make you feel safer, but it's not. <laughs> like you hit the water, you're hitting concrete essentially. It will give eventually, but not immediately. That initial impact is like you're hitting concrete. So, uh, so Zuski, man, the adventures of Zuski. I got on a jet ski, and hopefully, before the summer is done, I will get to experience that one more time. One more time, one more time. We're gonna jet ski. Oh yeah, all right, let's go fast. One more time, we're gonna go fast. Jet ski, jet ski, one jet ski. All right, there was one jet ski by Daft Monk. Uh, <laughs> uh, might as well get into the comedy recaps for the week. Finally, some shows that didn't cancel. I've been talking to uh, a few comics, and they all said the same thing. But it is summertime. Summer is the season of show cancellations. Because... Um, any live performance, you're competing, like when summer comes around, live performance kind of takes a backseat, unless it's a concert or some shit like this. But like local live art, you now start competing with everything that's free and outdoors. And once the weather gets really good, ain't nobody trying to be inside, especially since, you know, the, the fucking pandemic bullshit, especially since that ain't nobody trying to be locked inside. So this summer has been as, as crazy hot as it's been, as smoky as it's been. People just packed outside, um, which is great. I love to see it. I've, I've talked about it on this podcast before. Like, uh, and immediately the next week, the hits went down. But I told everybody, man, go live a, a nice life outside. We're, we're here every week, bro. The, the internet is here for you whenever you need it. But the good weather ain't. So, so make sure you're getting that vitamin D from the sun. And ladies, make sure you're getting that vitamin D from your man. Um... <laughs> I don't know. It's getting hot in the studio, man. I'm getting sweaty, and that's where it starts to get loopy. So I'll, I'm not. This isn't going to be a crazy long episode, but um, I did two shows in Barrie. 
I did another show and I, I, I fuck, man. I'm a heat stroking out. Well, I did two shows in Barrie uh, as part of Den of Hilarities put on by my OG, Mark Trinidad. Um, great shows. Great, 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 great shows. Barrie, fun little town, uh, like an hour outside of Toronto. Um, honestly, I, I'm, I'm <laughs> the Friday show, I didn't give 100%. And, and it, it was very evident especially because I was there the next night and like two of the tables returned. So there was this table of lesbians, which were fucking awesome, man. Small town gays, infinitely better, infinitely funnier, infinitely just more down to earth than big city gays saying it, standing behind it, pause. But I'm just saying, man, way more sense of humor from, from the lesbians in in Barry than the, than the lesbians in Toronto straight up and I, obviously I'm fucking blanketing right now but for the most part and I, and you talk to any performing artist the core the core of humanity lies in the small cities that's where you get the most down to earth people that's where you get like just the like just enjoyable human experiences happen in small towns obviously there's a lot of magic to be had in big cities I love the big city. Uh, I prefer, and in between, I prefer like some some land just outside of the big city. You know what I mean? But in terms of performing, uh, like the big cities are where you're going to make your money or, or where you're going to find your biggest audiences, obviously, because they're big metropolitan areas. But I'm telling you, man, and I would imagine even even more so for America, because like there's a lot more in the, of the smaller areas than there are the bigger areas because it's just like, you know, they cram a lot more people in there. <laughs> Canada more space but less livable space um so we're more spread out but just the most down-to-earth people just the funnest people the most open and just like the least uptight holy fuck man something about moving out to the big city just makes you forget that life is to be made fun of man like as long as you're not literally belittling people for no reason comedy is comedy and I think people get that and shout outs to that whole table. Uh, they were fucking awesome. Um, and shout out to the other guy who I called a racist, who most likely wasn't, but he took it in, he took it in stride. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so yeah, that Friday show, which was still great. I, I don't know that I am actually capable of bombing by accident. Like I even acknowledge, like I, which I did on the Friday. I'm like, this isn't the best. Like, and then I brought it back. Thankfully, I always I always end it just to let make sure I, I, I you never never end it on a on a you know on a down note. But I've been so experimental with that stage lately because I just really have honed in on my voice. So now it's about challenging myself further. I don't want to stay in my comfort zone and be like I know that this is going to be a hundred percent good a hundred percent of the time. I, why the where the fuck is the fun in that man? Because if I'm not challenging myself and I'm not having fun, ultimately the whole point of me doing this is for me. The the audience is a like side effect of, and I I've said this so I won't get into my diatribe. But you know, man, if you're an artist, you don't you don't perform or do your art for others. You do it because that's inherently what you have to do. It's like something you got to get out of yourself. It's just a part of your essence, your being, your nature, whatever. Um, and then you start to get good at it and then you start to see, oh, like the, the other, the side effects, like I said, like a notoriety or fame or whatever money or whatever. Um, 
But for me as an artist, it's like, okay, now I know I'm good. Now I know I have all these jokes that I know work. How do I continue to challenge myself? How, because there, I can continue to get better. Just because I know that this shit works, fuck that shit. I, yo, and and uh, shout outs to Doug Koning, uh, Hamilton comedian. We we uh, did this road trip on Friday together. He wasn't on the show with me on Saturday, but he was on the show Friday with me. And some of the best parts of of being an artist are the times that you spend with other artists of of your ilk. You know what I mean? Especially mentally, like Doug, philosophical guy. Uh, we have real like conversations, like. Like meaningful conversations, not just like like dick and fart jokes the entire car ride up, which it was that too. We fucking howled the whole time up, but then we had very real conversations about uh, how we feel about the current state of comedy and all that shit. Not which is you know again, I won't get too much into that because that's this whole podcast. You guys have heard me everything I said in that car. I've said on this show. It's just nice to know that you're not the only one that doesn't see the insanity. You know what I mean. Um, and isn't just chasing fame or fortune or whatever. It's chasing actually being a better version of themselves. Um, so yeah, like we had that, we had that whole conversation. And even in the car ride up, uh, Doug said it. He's like, now watch, we just talked ourselves up and watch us have bad sets or whatever. He had an amazing set. I like, again, I know I'm capable of much better sets than what I gave that audience. But like, this wasn't, and again, I, I also didn't like fucking phone it in. You know what I mean? I definitely like straddled, straddled that line. I was right on the line, mostly above it, but th there were points where it dipped below. But I think, and this is where I, I'm, I've become supremely comfortable on that stage. I mention it. I'm like, look, I know it got awkward or look, I know you guys feel like I'm bombing. I'm fucking not. Calm down. Like it'll get better. Um, I just love acknowledging it. And, and I've noticed that as I do that more and more, it really resonates with the audience more because they're obviously fucking noticing. And in their head, they must be like, yo, this guy's shit, or he's not that good, or he must be new or whatever. I'm like, when I, when I, it's almost like, <laughs> it's almost like I'm flying a jetliner and they're all passengers and then I start doing like fucking maneuvers in the plane, but they think the plane is going down. And I just look back and before I even tell them it's going down, I let it continue to go down a bit. <laughs> so they're all freaking out thinking that we're about to die. And then eventually I just pull back on the, I'm like, no, we're all flying. It's all good. Uh, it's all under control. Uh, but the Saturday set, I decided, and you know what? Mark did hit me up. He's like, yo, don't come in so combative. <laughs> And normally, I wouldn't want anybody telling me what the fuck to do on that stage. But in this circumstance, I completely understood because I was like, I was, <laughs> I was combative. <laughs> um, so, you know, I obliged, man. And Mark's my OG. I have a lot of respect and admiration for the dude. So I came into that second show. Like, I'm like, I'm still going to go in a more loose than I normally would for like a big show. Like if this was a big gala or something, I'm not even taking any chances, but like this isn't. So I, 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 um, what's the, like I exercise the right to be a, an artist in any way. I, I, I damn well, please. You know what I mean? And if I bomb to that extent, or if I do that bad, or if the, if the audience has that bad of an experience, don't bring me back. But both nights, man, they enjoy themselves. And even even the second night, uh, the lesbians said this was much better than the first night. So, like, we, we had that little in-joke, too, because I was able to mention it the night before that it, this wasn't my best. But, um, but yeah, man, Barry, nice little town. The second night, I went out a little earlier. I um, I wanted to stick around and see what the hell Barry had to offer. 
boring town. Nothing there. It's beautiful. It's right off the water. It actually wasn't too far from where I was on the boat and the jet ski. Uh, I was maybe another hour out from that. But I asked everybody in the audience, I was like, what's there to do in this town? They're like, you're looking at it. I'm like, okay, good night. I fucking... <laughs> I'm not a I'm not a bar guy anymore. I don't give a fuck about that shit. Um, but it was interesting to see. They I think they they blocked off like the downtown uh, main street on the Saturday, and like uh, towns are doing this all over the place now. Like they like pedestrian days or whatever, where they shut down the main main uh, streets and you can just walk all on the street. The only problem was that Saturday rained, so I'm pretty sure this is something that the city does to like you know bring out people and have a blast and you can be drunk on the street or whatever, but like it was rainy. So meh, big meh energy on the outside, but great energy on the inside of that show. Check out Denim Hilarities if you're in the Barry area. Um, yeah. Other than that, uh, I'll do the poll results and then I'll get the fuck on out of here. Uh, I'll wait till Dante comes back and then we can jump right back into the swing of Dante's Inferno and we can do the, the fight recaps and all that stuff. Um, but yeah, if you are new to the podcast, welcome. If you are re returning, uh, shout outs to you. I love y'all. Thank you for supporting. Uh, make sure you hit that subscription, that notification bell, that all that good stuff. You know what I mean? Uh, but if you are new, every Monday on my Instagram social media feed, uh, my story feed, I should say, and my Instagram handle is aka Black Zeus, aka B-L-A-C-K-Z-E-U-S. It scrolls at the bottom of the screen if you're watching on the YouTube. Uh, every Monday, I post an interactive poll question. I leave it up for the whole day and you guys vote on it and then we bring the results to the podcast and we discuss them usually me and dante i will do this week's um obviously i knew i was going out to the boat um so this one was kind of uh tailored towards that this week's poll question was beach or farm bonfire literally that was it like uh it was like a this or that question beach or farm bonfire and i say farm bonfire because that's like a very i don't i don't know if that like, Canada is very farmy, you know what I mean? Like, we have a lot of... I think most people would equate bonfires out here to, like, farmland, you know what I mean? I don't know if that's what it's like in America. Where are you guys doing bonfires? Because I know mostly just white people do that at fucking, like, um, Burning Man and shit. Um, like, I know niggas ain't really doing bonfires. <laughs> like, are they? Are niggas doing bonfires in the hood? I hope you are, nigga, but, like, find a safe spot. Just don't burn down your community. Um, but I asked beach or farm bonfire and the two options were beach or bonfire. Uh, for me personally, how did I vote on this one? And you know, what's funny is that you can have a bonfire on the beach, but, uh, clearly I, I, I made the distinction to see which area people like more. So that's more what I was trying to get at. Are you, are you more of a beach person or do you like, you want to be more in, in like the grass? You know what I mean? <laughs> Uh, I love a bonfire, but yo, the beach is fire, man. <laughs> I love a bonfire, but the beach is fire. I love a bonfire, but the only problem with the beach is the fucking mosquitoes, man. Holy mosquitoes are annoying. A good fire at nighttime, especially if you're with good people and you're high, <laughs> like you're on psychedelics or or even just weed, man. Or even just sober, because there really is something inspiring about looking into a fire. There's something that just makes you really reflect when you look into a fire. I mean, the water does the same thing, realistically. You ever just stare out into the water and you're just like lost in reflection? 
Um, you know, I'm going to go with beach. Uh, it's so funny. I, I can't believe how conflicted I am on this. I feel like I answered it too, but now thinking back, I can't remember what my answer was. And even though I just was on, you know what? Maybe I prefer boat over beach. I like being in the water. <clears throat> or at least I want the option to be all the way in the water and then come out to, to shore. But maybe I prefer bonfire. Uh, I think bonfire just because the atmosphere that I envision. Like a beach is a really fun time. So is a bonfire. But beach is more like active fun. You know what I mean? Like you guys are tanning and jumping in the water and swimming around and shit. But a bonfire, I feel like, is a lot more uh, community driven, is a lot more uh like involving you know like you're all sitting around a bonfire telling stories sharing stories talking about life not to say that you don't do that on the beach but again i'm not saying beach bonfire i'm saying a day on the beach versus a day out in the farm with your homies and a bonfire i might actually take the bonfire cuz just the just the things that it, the memories and the thoughts that it conjures up are a lot more enjoyable to me than than what the beach does. Now, again, if we're talking about being in a boat, different story, because I fucking love being in a boat. Like, love it, bro. Ah, being in a fast-moving vehicle on water, fun. Um, and honestly, it looks like the people were, were just as conflicted as I was, because it was, it was pretty split. Uh, it was pl pretty split. 54% said beach and 46% said bonfire. Um, and there were some people that DM'd me and said both. Like, can it be both and da 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 da? But this is why I like this. It's you gotta pick which like look at what I just had to go through. I I I'm like, I love the beach. And my initial reaction was the beach. But when I sat and thought about it, it's actually farm bonfire. Just for the whole atmosphere. Um, doing psychedelics with your homies around a fire in a field. Ah, fucking great. I mean, even the beach bonfire. But again, that's not the question I set up. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's this week's poll results. Um, wasn't anything crazy. Maybe I'll make a, a more thought-provoking uh, poll question for this Monday. But definitely uh, follow me on Instagram if you are into this sort of thing. I'm aka Black Zeus. Um, I think that's going to do for this week's episode. I love y'all, man. Thank you for coming out and listening. Thank you for downloading or playing this on your podcast app of choice. Thank you for watching on the YouTube. The subscriber count is steadily going up, and I'm very grateful for that. I love y'all. You know I don't put the emphasis on follower accounts or any of that shit. I just do this because this is what I'm moved to do, and I'm a funny motherfucker on that stage. And, um, you know, my, my uh, goal is to continue to bring myself out to the people more and more. So um, just look out for some travels in the next in the next couple of years. Other than that, I love y'all. This has been Black Zeus, the podcast season four, episode 23. I am AKA Black Zeus on all social media platforms. Make sure you hit that subscribe, that follow, that like, leave a comment, be interactive. I, I, I respond to the comments and all that stuff. Salute to the crew, to all the beautiful people of this podcast. We are here every Wednesday for you once again. Thank you for being here. I will be back. I've been Black Zeus. Peace, peace.